0: everyone doing today? Oh, you know, Hanging in there. Good. Sorry. Yeah. Well, we are uh, on episode 33. Is that 33? Right? Wow.
1: That's what I have.
0: Nice. So we're we're getting down to the wire here. Episode 33 of uh, season two of the Dungeon Patrol podcast, uh, and that that brings us really close to the end of this. This thing. I don't yeah. feel like we're close yeah. to the end of no, anything here, man. I don't even know what he looks like You're going to have to really
2: wrap this up in like three episodes. <laughs>
0: yeah. I know. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, a lot of stuff could happen, uh, on this episode <laughs> and the next episode that will hopefully start to, uh, coalesce into, uh, uh what could be a, a fitting end to the season. But, um, oh, we have dogs, uh, joining us today. We uh, dogs do have in the dogs today. <laughs> oh, that's cool. It just adds the uh, to the authenticity. Uh, we do have some werewolves running around. So that's that's true. There you go. Yeah, there it is. Um, anyway, welcome to episode thirty-three. I just want to take a minute to thank all of our listeners and supporters that have stuck with us um, and uh, been here for the past. Thirty three weeks and uh, watched us uh, kind of restart this podcast and uh, have a season two, which is amazing. Uh, thanks, especially to everyone on Patreon. If you want to support us on Patreon, feel free. Uh, we're not going to we're not going to beg. Uh, no more guilt trips. Um, but if you want to continue uh, to help us. uh <laughs> have our adventures and uh, yeah if you want to pay for us to have fun uh, that's basically <laughs> what we're asking for pay for us to have a good time uh, <laughs> yeah pay pay for me to have a good time with my friends uh, and uh, you can do that uh, go to patreon.com slash dungeon patrol or go to dungeon patrol.com and click on the patreon button
1: Perry, um, you know we would hang out with you even if you didn't concoct these elaborate <laughs> schemes
2: Right, I feel like you're speaking mm. for like everybody in the group
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry yeah, my i, bad. I yeah. kid, I kid. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh i I think I owe you twenty bucks that so i will get that to you as soon as I can um, no <laughs> <laughs> uh well, thanks again for being here uh we were uh chatting earlier on i know it seems like a lot of information but this this really is the episode uh, you know to start start putting things together
1: you say that so often jerry <laughs> <all over laughs> this i've
0: line. heard that before
1: i don't think those words mean what you think I,
3: <laughs> and that's a lot of pressure
1: things
0: that i know
2: my name is brokos and we are in a city called vagard <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: And some uh, stuff is happening.
0: Right, right. Some stuff is happening. We don't know. We don't know what's going on. Uh, well, hopefully, people that have listened with us every week um, have a better sense of uh, what's what's happening. Please
1: text us, tweet us, <laughs> let us know what the heck Help is going on. Us. We're missing something,
2: really. Please <laughs> let us. If we're not picked up on something that Jerry's laid down, because he likes to do that once in a while, slide one in. Oh, let us know. Gosh. <laughs>
0: I, I've been writing uh, all week this week, and I had some crazy ideas, like another five or six layers of complexity. I wanted to just oh weave <laughs> into this thing, and I, I was like, no, I have to stop. I have to stop because it's already crazy, and we only have a few episodes left to go. Yeah. It has to end, so end for Season two, man, yeah. or season three. Yeah. I, uh, I fought those instincts of mine, so... Uh, and as we were talking, other instincts kicked in, and I ended up ordering a another microphone, which is like the coolest thing. But I canceled it because I, I felt I felt bad for spending money on it. Um, Wait, I think your wife made you feel bad for spending money. Is that what? I, is? She did. Well, no, I have a
2: very.
3: Uh, I think he's
0: making it sound like she made him feel bad. Well, she was going to order a bunch of stuff because I ordered a microphone. And then I'm like, oh, I don't like it when she orders stuff. So I got to put a stop to I'm, that. Mary, I'm I just don't. saying
1: that, that she would actually put her yarn to good use. Yeah. Unlike <laughs> your crates sweater. and crates of audio equipment.
0: Oh, yeah, I know. I have to keep reminding myself that I'm only one person. I only have yeah. one <laughs> voice, one exactly. set of vocal cords. I can't use all these mics at the same time. This one was... Uh, uh like a special warcraft edition uh blue yeti x microphone that allows you to change your voice to sound like orcs and trolls and gnomes I'm like how cool is that plus you can Admittedly, all sound that's pretty x? cool.
2: Yeah which I have not I've not seen any in the city of any of those. <laughs> no.
0: No, that's true. <laughs> Uh but, yeah, I thought, how cool would that be not not just for uh I'm not a big uh gaming streamer uh but for d and d i mean and and it allows you to tweak those settings too, so you can alter them and have different different voices or change them slightly so
1: you might be able to like maybe play uh an old man or a squeaky adolescent
0: <laughs> <laughs> that would be. Also, like, I need something to help me here because my voices are so terrible. Uh, and uh, I thought this is like. Hashtag not Matt Mercer.
2: It's okay, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. DMs out there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> but with $200 in my pocket, I right, could right. get closer, right? Uh, right. No, I, I did. Uh, I had a momentary uh, bit of weakness and ordered it. And then I'm like, no, I can't do this, mostly because my house is already full of yarn. But so I canceled and I'm just gonna I'm just going to bide my time. And, you know, Santa's coming in a couple of months. Who knows? Who knows?
2: I have a feeling when the beautiful day when we all get back together to do this show, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to have like Mike. Like sitting in a mic booth, like
0: 360 from all over, just oh, mics uh, from all over. It was just, yeah, all 100% it's yep. all mics all the way around the room. Yeah, I, I'm trying to slow down. So I'm getting there. I'm getting better. Um, but, uh, you know, and it's it's kind of wasted because we, we have to put up with uh, Zoom's uh, processing of the audio anyway. So it doesn't really matter. We all end up sounding... Mediocre. So oh, dare
3: you. Wow. I was gonna say, wow, that's <laughs> Big uh, that cell. hurts.
0: That hurts.
2: Well let's uh, see what Aileron has to say about that.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's uh, gonna storm
1: away in a huff, is what Yeah,
0: I mean. no kidding. No kidding. <laughs> Mediocre. Uh, well, uh, we are here and it is episode thirty three again, uh-huh. and we need a recap, I think. Okie
1: dokie. <clears throat> Last week bare naked Aelar finally escaped the devious labyrinth, in the process learning that a company from Corin Bray was supporting the takeover by Vadragan, takeover of Vadragan by funneling war supplies through a series of magical gates. They never did find Arvik, but learned that the Baron had sought him captured. Can the group stop the seemingly inevitable machinations of forces much larger than them? Find out on Dungeon Patrol.
0: Wow. That was well done. Yeah. You like machinations? I do enough. like machinations whenever I hear it. Love it.
3: I don't know. My brain stopped after. Air <laughs> <They're laughs>
0: naked, yeah, Alar.
3: A-lar. <laughs> Back
1: in the uh, 90s now. Thank uh, you. <sighs>
0: You know, we did receive a suggestion on feedbook, uh, Facebook feedbook feedbook. feedbook? That's a thing. Ooh. It's got to be something, right? Trademark. <laughs>
2: <Thought>
3: you're right.
0: <laughs> Facebook. Uh, I wish there was a feedbook. Uh, that's been my pandemic is uh, eating and stuff. Mm. So, uh, Facebook. Someone left us a suggestion, and I can't remember what it was.
1: Um, well, I'll 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 look for it. I don't don't say it out loud because it might be next week.
0: So. Yeah, uh I think it was pretty good. So, okay. you might want to take a take a peek at Facebook and or Feedbook or whatever, whatever floats your boat. <laughs> are we on Feedbook? <laughs> we should be because I hear that's where all the kids are at. Uh Feedbook. But uh well done. And, on- and
1: if it's anything the kids love listening to, it's a bunch of Gen Xers
0: play a game. <laughs> Oh my gosh, we're we're so old. So
3: I did get I did get requests from um some of my students to reproduce oh. uh, my, my voices. Really, <laughs>
1: really? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's awesome. That's, that's pretty awesome.
2: You know, you've hit it big when you do your when you're going to your job job and people want to hear your voices.
3: Yeah, that's yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, no one asked me that. Um, not surprised, right? Uh, especially the especially the youths of today.
3: I literally wear costumes in class on a regular basis. So, uh, do I you think, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, I'm uh. not going to. I won't name the name of the show, but Monday <laughs> I am going to be um, doing a uh, a class and uh, for a a very popular series uh, that was on HBO, and I will be wearing um, some. Um, you know, um, Renaissance garb
0: mm-hmm. oh, wow.
3: for class. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a thing.
0: Well, that's uh, that's pretty amazing, and I, I oh. I've I've heard tales that there are professors and teachers out there who are fun. I've just uh, managed to go an entire lifetime <laughs> <of> education without <laughs> stumbling across one of those people. Uh, but that's you, uh, yeah, no, I've. I've Hey, I've had people that I've enjoyed for other reasons, but uh, that actually sounds like a lot of fun. So,
2: I'm I hope exciting. the end. I
0: hope the end of your class is much more exciting than the the,
2: the show that you're referring to.
3: Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm not going to guarantee that. I really not, but you know.
0: Uh, speaking oh of goodness. shows, everybody. Oh yeah, we can hear we can hear dogs running around. Yeah, that's, that's okay. Sorry,
3: whatever. That's fine.
0: We'll just pretend it's like armor and stuff clanking together. Yeah. Um, the
4: noise of there, the crowd. There are Foley artists right behind us.
0: <laughs> if our <laughs> listeners <laughs> could know how adorable those dogs are, they'd all forget it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They are cute. Oh, I think I see. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you'll have to watch the uh, YouTube version, and you might yeah. see a tongue and an ear. Oh, a rogue, <laughs> A rogue and a ranger. We could use those today. Another uh, rogue. Yeah, and a ranger. no doubt. No doubt. Oh, yeah, a
4: little backup. <laughs> I definitely well, need some backup
2: today.
0: Oh, yeah. You you might need some backup today. Uh,
4: I, I, I've already concluded I'm going to roll terribly.
0: Oh, yeah. Thanks. Oh, yeah. By the way. yeah. You should explain. Uh,
4: I, I've exhausted all of my luck on Friday in the Pathfinder game.
0: I heard about that. Uh, <laughs> my wife was playing, and she said something about the odds uh, of whatever you did happening, one and I was just like... Millions?
4: Yeah, so so my lovely wife was actually not able to make it, so I was playing her character against one of the you know creatures they were fighting. And so on behalf of her, I rolled five natural 20s in a roll. Wow. It happened. Like, I don't even know. And it's the same dice that continually fells me here on this game. So... And, it, and, I've, and I figured the only reason it worked was because I wasn't even rolling as the DM, and I wasn't rolling for any of my own characters.
2: Yep. So to piggyback on that, I've made a new character, just in case, for for today.
0: <laughs> oh, Ben. For today.
2: <laughs> well, I mean... If you're rolling a lot of that many ones,
0: we're all in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh that is amazing. I I like I've never know. yeah.
4: I've never seen that done or I, I don't know. No. There were people were they were trying to calculate the odds and
1: should yeah. be one in
4: three million two hundred thousand. It will probably never ever happen again. And I didn't even roll it for one of my own characters.
1: I've never even seen it happen <laughs> at a game table. So yeah, it's and that's the other thing is I'm alone in the basement doing it and like
4: right. almost like when you hit that hole in one and there's no there's no crowd to watch yeah. it I mean uh, it really for real and,
0: <laughs> and uh that, thing it happened though and that's that's cool I know I've had my first back-to-back 20 roll like sometime in the past year or two since we've been uh playing together and uh, I, I still remember that but five i, I don't know I, yeah that's incredible
4: it's so anticlimactic too
0: i keep fighting my i've already said wow that i i've realized like two times since we started recording and somebody uh one of our listeners out there uh mentioned that we should do a montage video <laughs> of uh Me saying wow because apparently I say it (laughs) a lot. Okay, that'd be funny. Wow. Wow. And then I watched uh, 10 hours. I didn't watch all 10 hours, but I found a video of like 15, 10, 15 hours of Owen Wilson saying wow. So, <laughs> <laughs> so now, they think said about, that's what I sounded like. So,
2: <laughs> Now think about that. With the wow software, you could say wow in different ways. <laughs> Ooh.
0: Wow. Ooh. Now I'm using the wow microphone. Wow. Oh, yeah. I probably have said wow for other reasons now. That's uh, exciting, actually. Yeah, yeah.
3: That might be worth it, man.
0: 200 bucks. Um, yeah, we're gonna need some more Patreon patrons. We'll all start a separate GoFundMe for. Oh, <laughs> uh, people have real problems out there. And yeah, I, I they do. Uh, this is probably slightly above those. I, I think <laughs> <so>. priorities, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but uh, here we are, and I believe. We have a game to play. We, oh, do. we do. And I'm kind of stressed beat. about it now.
1: But we are out in the fresh air. We have made our escape and Craigar was listening to uh the speaker from Ashmore.
0: Mhm. Yep, yeah. there's a yeah. recognizable
1: to some people in the past.
0: Yeah. Uh in a former life maybe,
1: maybe Beast of Ra- Oh yeah, that guy that guy
0: <laughs> that guy now he remembers so craigar you're still lying on the roof of this low uh structure kind of watching over this square and seeing this you've seen this speech um that got this uh crowd pumped up and you maybe started sliding back down to go report in to your Colleagues in arms and uh, catch a glimpse of Skolavig and Freya, Hilda and Magda. Like the whole crew that you ran into in yeah, the other half of the city. But noticeably absent is Wolf Canute. No Haydn, no Wolf Canute.
3: That is what I was thinking.
0: So I, I yeah I'll
4: I'll slip down and make my way back to them quickly.
0: All right. I'm going to have you um all roll perception now as uh just before we you guys start making any decisions here.
3: 17.
2: Nice. A oh. 25.
1: Wow. Whoa, Perkos. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, you roll a 19 and then top of that.
1: <clears throat> 12 <laughs> for Alar.
0: All right. What'd you get? Kraygar.
1: Also 12.
0: Oh, okay. Well, was you're it a, a
1: rogue man.
4: <laughs> what are you doing? I, 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 well, I am not the most
2: wise rogue. <laughs> Shh. Quieter. Don't let him know that he's a rogue.
4: I'm just really <laughs> sneaky.
0: Uh, He's All right. deadly. <laughs> so what are you doing, Craiggar? You return back to the party. You can see that the people are still celebrating. You can hear them still, you know, uh, laughing and talking excitedly and whoops of joy. And uh, um, a few people, you know, are running here and there. Kind of, you know, looks like they're going to tell other friends and family members possibly about the good news. So do I make it back? Yeah, yep, you're back. All
4: right. <clears throat> I find my voice. <laughs> I I have returned. And we have maybe a problem. So uh uh Skolaveg and uh, all the other women of the clan seem to have made some sort of alliance with people from Ashmore to ferry out all the denizens of this part of the city out on ships, supposedly to take them away. But there was no sign of Wolf Canute in any of this, or any of the people we're directly working for. I'm not sure what that means, or if this is a ploy to actually get these people out of here, or do them all harm.
2: Could easily be a trap. Yeah, it could. <clears throat> what did this man look like? Or got the uh, that
3: there was a man? <laughs> he, uh, he was you, wasn't it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> he had uh, long kind of very styled hair, little curls on the end and a big, long, flowing mustache that was kind of bouncing around while he talked. Very, very much appeared to be uh, like a noble person or a dandy sort of, of some sort. We, we don't know who he was. You do not know who He's he like was. He's like a no? callback back to the, okay. He if was that, definitely and- hearkening back to this uh, sort of, you, you know that the people in salt side are particularly affected by this legend of the albatross, some avatar of the goddess of luck, Rel, who is going to come and save them. And he's definitely playing up on that. Not overtly in his speech, didn't overtly say it, but definitely acknowledged it in other ways that maybe he is the albatross that was coming to save them. And people are obviously excited.
3: So what do we know about the priests of Rel?
0: It's um, kind of... Informal in the sense that uh, going back to season one, like Ilo, um, you know, you have a lot of thieves and beggars and, you know, stuff like that. Not a lot of uh, formal priesthood, except maybe in the largest cities. But you don't really know of anything, but very popular, um, you know, in that that sort of crowd in Badrigan especially and has always been, uh, Keltron, the God of justice, you know, these poor priests of Keltron that were murdered at the start of this whole campaign by the Baron and the arbiters who fight for Keltron and justice all across the city. Um, you know they've been actually doing a lot of work, but you know still there are quite a few slaves, and you know more of the seedy underworld of the city that that really look to Rel.
2: So, do you think that they're trying to double cross Wolf Canute? I don't. I don't know. I mean the. I mean, Wolf. What would? What, what if we told Wolf Canute this?
4: I mean, I guess if we. If I think it through, I mean, getting all these people out of here helps Wolf Canute because it clears space, I
2: guess. If that truly is their intentions.
3: So, but I thought Skoloveg was...
1: The right-hand
3: woman. Yes, that is what I was trying to
1: say. I I used to say that Wolf Canute does not know about this. Uh, He just merely didn't want to expose himself in public.
3: Maybe I should try and talk to Freya. I liked her. She seemed like a, you know, a a very smart woman and straight shooter.
0: All right.
4: Well, they're, they're back in, you know, back that way, if we can find them. There's a lot of people, quite a bit of chaos.
0: Okay. So you guys are heading back into the square? Absolutely. I mean, I... Mean, I-
4: I mean, we're here though, right? Because we're trying to. We came through this gate. And now what? Well. I, I mean, do we get sidetracked by this? I mean, we're still trying to find. Arvik. Arvik, but. <laughs>
0: that was a dog, not my stomach, by the way.
1: <laughs> but in the meantime, we can send a message back to Wolf Canute, a status update.
0: Yeah. You make a good point. You you were uh, not exactly hot on the heels of some of the gladiators who you think have Arvik and Commander Bosch, the werewolf, legionnaire, um, who supposedly went through the portal um, several hours before you did. Is it a coincidence that we've come out here in Salt
4: Side where this rally was happening or are all of these events tied together
1: it's a good question well of course they are I've been (laughs) present at all of them so have you Craigar. clearly they're tied together I'm so confused whatever you guys say
0: (laughs) I'm just 16 years old yeah man Right. right. Well, well, we'll say that you guys do eventually talk yourselves into going into the square. Um, as you we, meander. We do, yes. We do, <laughs> as you meander through the celebratory crowd, making your way toward uh, the small throng of pirates that are still encircling this um, strange man, you spy something off to your right. Mm. Um, Or, sorry, off to your left. Uh, and I'm talking uh, specifically about you, Brokos. You notice uh, a man standing off to the side of the square. Uh, he's standing in front of a small peddler's cart. He appears to be a middle-aged human man with a thigh-length yellow coat. And he looks upon the boisterous crowd with sort of an impatient grimace on his face Um, and halfway hidden behind the cart you spot a looming shadow a woman perhaps based on the physique but tall and with a predatory stance does she look like it
2: looks like an attack on him like she's going to pounce on him
0: no it looks like she is protecting him Okay. Kind of out of the way. Well, I would
2: imagine that if I saw that, I'm going to tap whoever's closest to me on their hand or their arm to get their attention and try to get you know either Triss or Craig are to be able to see that what I what I'm seeing. All right. I don't know how far away I am. Can I just say something? Or yeah, we're, you definitely we're we're can. Tight, tight. Okay. Yeah. You should take a look at that over here to the left. See that man? Do you see that person behind them? The,
0: okay. Do they look familiar? They should uh, spark yes. something in your memory. It definitely
4: something. looks familiar. I remember something about a cart and a guy. Right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Clavius Crumble. And and, Elir's uh, and favorite. Mella. Mella. Lumela. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you guys are kind of taking stock of this. You know, um probably thinking whether you should approach uh Lumela or the pirates first.
1: That was six sessions ago you gave us that information, Jerry. <laughs>
0: Your party pauses briefly amidst the masses of happy humanoids. (laughs) An energetic few even stop to offer you a pat on the back or an enthusiastic handshake. You look back at the peddler stand, then toward the protective circle of pirates. Skolovig's dark eyes scan the crowd back and forth and then suddenly stop on you. The look on her face is a mixture of surprise and relief. Mm -hmm. I'd be happier with fear. So...
3: I, I am going to approach uh, Clavius and Lumella.
4: Okay. I'll follow. All right. Uh, I'll exchange
0: glances with uh,
4: Skolaveg and then turn away to follow my companions. <laughs> okay.
0: As you approach the cart, the man spies you and absently straightens his coat his frown turns instantly into a toothy smile, and he welcomes you with open arms. Ah, oh, friends, you look like you're in need of supplies, food perhaps, a new cloak. I can take trade in candles, boots, lamp oil, wine, or make me an offer. Come, come, take a look. Um,
3: so, no. <laughs> um, I say, I say um, to uh, Lumela, and who, who has the locket? I have the locket. I have the locket. I take out the golden locket. And I say "I say to Lumela, Lumela, true fellow um, has asked us to look for you and uh, wanted me to show you this to know that we could be trusted.
0: Um, she, she initially is, you know, kind of giving you this uh, death stare, right? Like, you know, don't, don't bother me deal with clavius um but she sees the locket and her eyes kind of uh open wide and you can see that they are uh start to glisten um you know she is uh obviously feeling some emotions and and she fights it back and she says true fellow sent you yes
3: to look for you and clavius why? Um, that is a very good question. <laughs> um, we
0: he wanted he wanted their notes. <laughs> Why? Why? Was,
1: there,
3: was Why? No. there was a
1: really,
0: remember.
3: Uh, He wanted to let you know that Razor Wick has been killed too, for in revenge for you, and he still values uh, you and your. And Mrs. Misses, misses seeing you around the uh, the place, and that I don't remember what that's called either. But well you know. put, Tris.
0: <laughs> Beautiful.
3: Yes, I am not. I am not the bard in this situation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the bard takes terrible notes, so uh,
3: no, he does good.
0: Yeah, no, I'm kidding. Um, she looks at you, and and she's like. Razor's dead. Razor's yeah, yes. dead. Oh, couldn't have happened to a better person, that's for sure. I wonder who who killed him. Do you know? Um, we did.
3: Tr- well, true fellow actually killed him, right? No, we just- he did.
1: He snuck uh, up. Yeah. yeah. Trukaloa
3: actually killed him. We we helped. We we were there helping. We incapacitated <laughs> him, but he took the he took the we final did blow. Most
1: of the work, really. But, yeah. the, but
3: he he it was by his hand in, in in um for in revenge for you and the way that you had been treated.
0: And I think Kragar took most of the damage from that encounter. So yeah,
4: I suffered greatly for your behalf.
3: Eh. Uh, nothing though i've seen worse
0: (laughs) (laughs) well that's different and she you can see clavius has turned and you know he's still like trying to get you to you know come over and take a look at his cart and wondering why you're talking to lumela and and she just kind of you know tells him to shush and you know (laughs) gives him a gesture and he he nods and smiles and backs off and then turns and you know, you can see him glancing at the crowd again, and but occasionally giving you a little bit of side eye to see what's going on. Um,
4: i walk over to the cart.
0: Okay. Um, so while Kragar goes over to the cart to uh, um, take a look at the wares, uh, you continue to converse with Lumela, and she's like, "How? how can I repay you? Lumilla, we have sought
1: you across the face of Vadragan. We seek to discover the whereabouts of the foreman. Do you know?
0: The foreman? Don't tell me you're also a member of Abel's family? Abel? Abel Ross. That's the foreman you're talking of. Um, No, we, we are not. So, what what is able to you, then, if you're not family, like the others claim to be?
3: Um, He is is the key to um, saving the city? We seek
1: a way into the gatehouse.
0: The dread gate, you mean?
1: The dread gate, yes. Yes. you call it
2: You call it the drag gate we call mm. it the gate house <laughs> <Whatever>.
0: <laughs> you know Six we're along. from this other part of town you know All Right. cool part of town But um, she's like that's that's kind of what I figured I, I assumed these others that came and I, I guess I, I realized that that's probably what was motivating them as well but at least you're honest about it um so I, I'll i tell you what I told them. I, I really don't know much. Abel would come and pick me up at the Belfry Union, and I would leave with him. We'd walk through most of Black Alley and Red Gutter. He'd blindfold me and then lead me through I don't know where. I, I, I tried to count the turns a few times. I, I tried to keep track of sounds and things that I heard but he must have taken different routes every time and it wasn't until we went down a series of stairs that he would remove the blindfold and we're in this tunnel and he would lead me straight into the dread gate. It's quite a bit of walking some of it treacherous but we'd end up in the dread gate and we'd do our thing. I would perform He would collect the money, supply them with other goods that they wanted, and we'd split it on the walk back. I I guess I got to know him fairly well. Would he contact you? Would you contact him? He would contact me. I didn't really know who he was. I I honestly had never heard the name Foreman, except uh, on a few occasions as we were walking through town, people would... Say hey boss or foreman as we walked by, but I, I couldn't see them as I was blindfolded. You don't know what
2: part of town you were in? Like
0: I I don't know. I I think that he was a salt cider now that Clavius and I have traveled here many times over the past few months. I've gotten to know that kind of peculiar smell that the place has, and he definitely had it as well. Very much like the sea, but concentrated, maybe with a tinge of sulfur mixed in. But uh, he, uh, I don't think he's around anymore if you're looking for him. And and I honestly, like I told the others, I, I don't know what I can say to help.
3: Well, that
0: is disappointing. I I
1: suggest we could blindfold you and let us, <laughs> you can lead us through sense memory.
0: Sense memory, yeah. I don't know if that would work, but now that you mention it, it seemed like there was a, We we would walk for a, a few minutes. I, I imagine that whenever he blindfolded me, we weren't that far. I mean, maybe just a matter of blocks. Um, so I, I would assume it have to be in Salt Side or maybe Down Bottom, maybe Red Gutter. I don't know. It's probably somewhere around here, to be honest with you. All I know for sure is every time that we walked, there was a smell, a very strong, foul smell, just a minute or two before he would remove the blindfold from me. that's about all I can tell you i I'm, I'm sorry
2: well can, can describe the foul smell if it was such a
0: attack unto your senses? I'd say it had a bit of like a rotten flesh smell, maybe urine. Mixed in. Oh, Did it, I mean,
1: you've smelled death before, surely.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's making
1: me thirsty for another goblet full.
3: <laughs> so, I mean, like, could it be, are you familiar with the, with tanners? Like a. Oh,
0: um, I, I think that that could be it. That does seem familiar. And it definitely did have that smell. Um, yes, yes, it, it could have been a tannery for sure.
2: Oh. Is there a tannery around here that would be make
0: sense? I, you, you'd have to ask someone else. I, I didn't even tell the, the others, but maybe, well, a couple of months ago, two others came looking for Abel as well. I told them basically what I told you, but they they were claiming, one of them was claiming to be Abel's daughter. Um, Not many people knew about Abel's daughter. Hamra was her name. Did she have purple eyes? Not that I know of, but speaking of purple eyes, that's strange. There was a woman here earlier today while we were setting up the cart that had purple eyes, and she was with the two that I'm talking about. There's a small woman claimed to be a friend of Hamra's and she was with a very large man with a strange claw for a hand. And he said that he was Hamra's widower husband. And I believe them because I knew that not many people knew about Abel's daughter. They were estranged and hadn't gotten, hadn't seen each other for a long time. But, uh, They came and they started asking all these nice questions, wanting to get to know who Abel was. And I I tried to help them. I, I really did. But then they started asking about his smuggling operation and wanted to know about the tunnels and sort of the same things that you are asking me now. But they were here tonight.
2: So you've been here since this afternoon, setting up the cart? Yes, yes, I was. Have you noticed anything else suspicious? Perhaps some people bringing. Have you ever seen a large giantest man child brought through here? I mean, <laughs> he would stick out like a sort of thumb.
0: He. There was a very large man. I, this this man with the claw is, is, you know, extremely large in himself, but this other one dwarfed him. Um. Uh, it was strange. Uh, all of this is uh, yeah. So they were here today. The so, woman with the purple eyes, the the woman claiming to be Hammer's friend, the the man did you see claiming to be which way her they husband. went?
2: Yeah, how long ago and which way?
0: Oh. Okay, let me think. So the woman with the purple eyes, mm-hmm. they talked for a while. There seemed to be some sort of disagreement. Um and she left earlier before nightfall she seemed very anxious her and some other men s- small men they they left together Um. now I believe that the large man with the claw and the small woman and another woman with a mohawk they stayed around and just seemed like they were biding their time And with them, they had this other man, this giant man that you speak of. He was there and didn't seem too happy about being with them at all. They left shortly after nightfall, just before this group showed up and started all this commotion here. Which way did they go? Ah, they went to the southeast. And she points. In a direction down a particular street.
3: So, just just so you know, um, they they are not related to Abel. They are not Hamra's widowed husband. They are these are bad people.
0: I I assumed as much after they left me, but I had already told them everything I knew, and I, I didn't think it was be any help to them. And tonight. It was obvious. They they looked like they were geared up for a war. They didn't look like a grieving husband by any stretch of the imagination.
2: Just on a side note, this was the guy that you saw that was in the square when we were back, when we were going down. Didn't you see something, Craigar? when we were just leaving that and you had brought, we were going to the tunnels and that guy that was standing around that didn't he have a claw hand? That is, yeah. That's yeah.
3: the tiger claw. Yeah.
2: yeah. Right.
3: The gladiator,
4: right. yes,
1: right, Who I same totally guy. Written down as Thunderclaw. I guess I knew that. <laughs> Thraxos, Thraxos, Thunderclaw. Okay,
2: thank you.
0: Yep, and you know the you you assume that the purple-eyed woman is Commander Bosch. Yep. The other woman with the mohawk is Pyrost. The other Golgoning gladiator.
3: Right. And this small woman is some kind of cleric or monk, and we don't know her name. Is that correct?
0: Yeah, you don't okay. know who this person is, but so what's come to up the a couple of times? So what's to the southeast of here? I I can't tell you, I'm afraid. I I'm not from Saltside. We we come to the market here quite often, um, but I, I would assume there could be. More housing, more shops, warehouses, perhaps. I, I'm not sure. Can you show us what street they went down? Yep, she points to the street. Okay. So you know, you know where to go.
2: So, how many, like time-wise, how long ago did they leave? Just before this, so an hour. Um,
0: I'd say maybe two hours. Okay. The the woman with the purple eyes and a a few other men left earlier than that before sunset
4: so i'm sorry are we thinking that there's a gate here that goes all the way to the dread gate
0: not a
1: gate but a smuggle tunnel smugglers
4: tunnel Yeah, i mean but we're on opposite sides of the city right now yes yeah
1: but this is where they would smuggle stuff um you know to the ships to and from the ships
2: Well, thank you. Uh, uh, time of this is the essence, I think, because the further we get, further we get, because we're on their trail, yeah? Right. And we need, is this what our motivation is to get to find them tonight? Because Arvik is obviously, now we have a witness with them, so that just, I mean, we knew kind of that was the case, but now we have a witness in which way they went.
4: Right, but I still am thinking that Arvik is actually with them, not just a
1: prisoner,
3: but not, but under duress.
1: Either way, we need to uncover what the connection is. Even if he is a double agent.
3: hmm hmm
1: So what are you guys going to do? See, I have the DM's approval. So. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so I'm going to, I mean, I don't know if you want to talk to Skolovig, but... We should stop by Skolovig and let her know we are still on the trail of Arvik.
3: Yes, we should definitely do
4: that. Okay. So I want to root to this wagon. So do you have any uh, potions or magic armor? You no, know, any anything that might really help us in this last push for a really good price?
0: <laughs> <laughs> we only have two episodes left to go, so we need something really powerful. Um. So, yeah, he actually does. He he perks up a bit. Uh, looks at Lumella. You know, and kind of, you know, obviously making sure that she's okay with this. And it's like, so you're in need of some supplies. Um, Well, what what shall it be? Food? And he shows you he's got some dried, you know, dried, uh, roasted rat hanging from uh, the edge of his cart. Uh,
4: I'm good on food. I have a whole bag full of food I keep
0: acquiring. Oh. Well, would you like to trade some of your food? I I could uh, maybe give you some new boot. Well, no, not for those feet, I'm afraid. Um, hmm, Candles? Do you need candles? Lamp oil, perhaps? No, probably Tell not. Tell
1: me of your boots. Do they have pointed toes?
0: <laughs> I, you know, uh, let me check. And he rummages us through, and it's obvious he's... Taken a lot of used boots in trade and he's pulls out some. I know I'm sorry. Nothing with a pointed toe. Doesn't seem to be in fashion. Not yet. <laughs> it's like, but if you have things that could be of interest to me, I I do have a very limited supply of some potions and then something else that I I don't show many people, but...
4: Let us not dance around. What let's, do you have? Yes, let's start with the thing you don't
0: show people. Okay, so he goes and he rummages around a little <laughs> bit more and he... Does that line
1: ever work for you,
0: <laughs> All the time. Uh So he pulls out a little box and he's like... You know, he looks again at Lumella, and, you know, she gives him a little nod, like, it's okay. And so he, like... Opens up the box, and inside, you see a ring. I've been told it's magical.
1: And what does it do? That I can't tell you. So you're suggesting we buy a magical ring with unknown properties?
0: I'm saying it's probably the most valuable thing you'll find on this cart. Some... Travelers like yourselves could make use of it if you have the skill to discern its usage.
4: Uh, We're not very good at that. (laughs) We're
2: not. (laughs) I'm going to put out my hand and say, well, he's not very good at that. May I see it?
0: Uh, Certainly. He hands hands you the box. I'm going to cast Identify. All right. It is a Ring of Featherfall...
1: This I ring can use that as the entry to my stage show.
2: This ring allows someone to jump up a very tall building and slowly descend to the ground.
0: Ah, like I figured. Very valuable, then, right?
2: Thank uh, you Thank it's you. pretty common, actually. I mean, well, I mean, some people just have this nature, you know, innate ability to cast them this. Spell, lead. I mean, a ring, it just gives everybody the chance to do it. I mean, really, I could probably make this ring in four or five hours and I'd sell it for probably like 10 gold pieces.
0: Well, that's that maybe <laughs> under normal circumstances. <laughs> this is Vandergan. there's money it to is, be made. It's an item of magic.
4: Well, uh, yeah, so brokers, I didn't, I've kind of forgot. So you could just cast identify,
2: yeah.
0: Yeah, he's been able to do that. Why,
1: why did we not know this? Until he only has like did, a few spells. i did spots.
2: detect magic and and so I'm identify. Like
4: pause, like bring out my bag and start rooting through there. <laughs> so I got this red, really nice looking. Cloak.
2: Yeah, I did. I did that. I thought I did identify on it, but it was it was nothing special. But we did. I can't identify curses.
0: I don't uh, know. You just you just rolled for that. I don't think you cast yeah. identify. Oh. I'm <laughs> give you a vague sense of what it was. Oh, okay.
4: Uh, you want to take a second glance at that while I look at these
2: potions? Sure, sure. <laughs> I will use another spell slot to to cast identify it. And then I'm gonna,
0: <laughs> Just to prove that I can.
2: Jerry, I'm oh. going to have you tell me what it is so I can tell him what I think it is. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Catch my grit, drift? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so I will cast identify on...
0: Okay, you want me to tell everybody what it is?
2: Well, you can tell, yes, you can tell everybody what it is.
0: It is the Cloak of the Crimson Mist. So, if you have this cloak and you become attuned to the cloak,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. uh, you can then soak it in the blood of a recently slain foe. And it will absorb some of that blood, the power from it, and give it to the wearer of the cloak. The cloak will turn black. So... It's been hilarious that Craigar has been like, it's just not the right color <laughs> this whole time. It turns black. And I just, I'm just like, I wish so, somebody I would mean, talk about the dang cloak. He, he ba- Someone mentioned that actually yeah. in
2: Facebook, on our Facebook page. And I sent him back a shh kind of thing. They just mentioned it yesterday on our Facebook. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. No, seriously. <laughs> That's hilarious. I forget what her name was, but she mentioned it.
4: Uh, so I mean, awesome. but, like, what does it do other than change it, colors? Because I already have a black cloak.
0: Yes, it will give you five temporary hit points. So and you once, you,
2: cer- you certainly need them.
0: Yep. Hmm. Once you uh, once uh, you lose those uh temporary hit points, um, it will turn red again. And if it stays red, this is the curse part. If it stays red. And on your neck for, um, you know, after you become attuned to it, um, if it, you know, is running on empty for three days, then it starts to constrict around your neck and you can't remove it. And eventually it'll just pop your head right off.
2: So it's important that you keep on killing people and soaking this.
1: That is so written for you, Craig R.
2: And I'm just like quickly give it back to him as fast as possible. (laughs) Like almost throw it at him. Yeah. This is all you.
1: (laughs) I'll roll that back
4: up, put it away. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Well, that's that's interesting. Uh,
0: And also has a you can speak a command word and it will start to drip blood continuously wow which uh it was meant for like glad you know the gladiators they would wear it and they'd have to kill people keep on killing people every few days and then for a big show you know they whip around this cloak with spray blood all over you know very cool
1: uh I see did you come up with that Jerry
0: yeah I just made that up
1: that's I love it it's really good
4: uh so uh nothing that will like
1: make me harder to hit.
2: No, nothing that will make you harder Man, to hit.
1: Got some whiny players here.
2: Yeah. It just gives you the same amount of hit points as I don't know, the bard and the druid. <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: I actually had Triss in mind when uh oh, yeah? I made that. To yeah. give her
2: more hit points like than anybody, but yeah, Craigar I mean, seems he's to...
0: wading into the fight, you know. Oh no, yeah, right
2: but is not like, you know, in the back. He likes to get his nose in a lot of trouble.
0: He does get in a lot of trouble.
1: <laughs> and he likes the blood, so Yes.
2: Yeah. It seems just dis- <sighs> well, either of them, you guys can decide. I don't want it.
3: <laughs> I, I do not okay. actually want that. that. If that is something that is appealing to you, Craig Dollar, you keep that thing.
4: I, I will keep a... Well, I'm going to put it back in the bag for now because I don't have any to kill at the moment.
2: Do we have <laughs> anything to barter with this gentleman uh, for stuff? Like, did we still have all that?
4: I mean, we have a bunch of gold and loot.
0: Yeah, yeah. he's not super interested in that yet. Um, although this the prospect of actually getting off the island might make that more appealing um, hmm. he's he's definitely looking for for his potions of which he has a few. He doesn't really know what they are he has best guesses and he can tell you what his best guesses are um, so he thinks he has. Oil of sharpness, he's pretty sure this one is like an invisibility one. And then this other one might be, I don't know, like it turns into some kind of gas or something. He's not sure.
2: Well, I, I'll i tell you what. I can identify these things for you, but I, it would take a little bit more time. So I don't have to use all of my, my powers up. And in return, perhaps, we can negotiate for something in exchange. It will give you a much better idea on its value.
0: That is appealing. I already appreciate your help with the ring. But, um, you know, sometimes it's best left to the imagination of what these things could be in order to uh, increase their value. If you sure, know what I'm, I'm saying.
2: Yeah, but, no, every good salesman wants to know, you know, not know what they're selling.
0: <laughs> I, I sort of need to know what you have to trade. Uh, obviously, I'm, I'm not talking about mundane things like candles at this point for the ring, for the potions. Mm. I'm going to need something unusual.
2: Well, like identifying this, magic have, items.
4: Well, I have this amazing red cloak. <laughs> there you go.
0: Magical. Uh he is interested in the cloak.
3: Uh, and I, I have um a couple of minotaur horns.
0: He's uh, curious about them, but he kind of shrugs and hands them back to you. he's like, nah. I I think I need something magical. You know, he seems fixated on that. And I'm just gonna say at some point um as you guys are rummaging through your stuff, he's gonna notice a red glow coming from I believe alar's pack of stuff what what's glowing Jerry uh, I think you took some of those clairvoyance orbs from
1: nope, the was at the bottom of my pack man <laughs> so you'll, you'll notice I didn't bring that up
0: yeah, but he's you don't have to give him up he's just like curious curious these could come in handy for someone i imagine yes um, like us so any anything i can do there clairvoyance or orbs he doesn't know what they are but i'm i'm saying that sorry for these strange glowing orbs they're very magical very really. magical interesting yes.
2: very very wondrous item
3: hmm
1: We have access to a storehouse full of supplies and more of these orbs as well.
0: Interesting. I would give you all of the potions for all of these orbs. I think that's a fair deal. I didn't take all the orbs.
4: So I could show you where there's a magic gate. That will take you into, what's that thing uh-huh. called? The gladiator, the... The
1: labyrinth. the labyrinth.
4: Labyrinth control center, and you can loot the whole place. <laughs> <loot> <laughs> We've already killed everybody. I mean, it's empty of anybody to get
1: in your way. All the traps have been disarmed. <laughs> <laughs> there uh, may be some corpses rotting, but,
4: you know. Minion. You could harvest minotaurs you could harvest things
0: from a giant crocodile it's not that i don't trust you this this sounds like a trap Uh, hey clavius uh we have a portal that will take you to the middle of the uh city's most dangerous (laughs) arena I, i just don't know how i could turn that down but i i will have to for now It's it's a fair point.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just walk through this magic portal. Yeah, right here, buddy. Um so he's like potions for the orb.
3: I don't really care. I'm not really that interested in any of this stuff, so
4: Well, I mean if if there's an oil of sharpness, I definitely would like that. Okay.
0: He's he's basically asking for a Straight up trade for the four potions. And, four potions. Yeah,
1: two sharpness and visibility.
0: Yep, they're two, two oil of sharpnesses. Oh, okay. They look the same, so he assumes they're the same.
3: And what do the oil of sharpness do?
0: They make they it one you a really, really yeah, good for like a... an hour.
3: Oh,
2: yep. Gives. I don't know what the
0: it's it plus, three. A, plus
1: three. Plus yeah, three damage for an hour. Pretty good. Well, well I, I suppose mean, what, there are more orbs back, you know, if if we want the orbs, we can always go back and get more.
2: Right. We know
1: where everything is as far as go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think he's making the smaller trade here, so oh well. Okay. So the potions and the ring for the orbs.
0: No, not not the ring. No. Oh, then Unless you have another another
4: orb. I mean I'll I'll trade you the cloak for the ring, I guess.
0: Cloak for the ring. Hmm. Yes. I think that'd be fair. So orb, cloak, you get the ring, and the potions. It's a deal. All right. Okay. They guys swap. And he takes the cloak, which he immediately throws over to, uh, Lumella. Um, you know, it says something like, here, my darling, this is for you. And, uh, you know, be careful. Don't put it on yet. <laughs> uh, and then he will, uh, take the take the orb and stare at it and, you know and you can just see he's transfixed by this glowing red thing and he like looks around and then he like wraps it up and shoves it into his little peddler's cart and
1: was that one of the projector orbs or one of the uh, watching orbs yeah the watching orbs cuz no. i had one of each
0: oh okay i didn't even know that so yeah you still have your projector orb Excellent. So I can watch what he gets
1: up to. (laughs) That's Uh, not
0: creepy at all. Yeah, that's not creepy at all. Okay, so moving on, you guys uh, are going to head over and talk to Freya or Skolavig. I would like to talk to Freya. Okay. So, uh, So real quick, so we got Skolaveg's
1: here, yeah. We got two oils of sharpness. Two oils of sharpness. I got two oils of sharpness, a potion of invisibility and a potion of gaseous form. Correct. You got a ring.
0: And so he threw in some uh, pickled beets as well. Just Ooh, to- I'll take those. You. Yeah. Uh,
4: so it would kind of make sense for the people who were, you know, proficient in killing people with weapons to take mm. those oils. Mm. Oh
2: well. Is there a trade within a trade here?
3: (laughs) Sounds like it. I I do not think I should have to trade for keeping you safe.
1: I will give you an oil of sharpness.
3: Ah, Thank you.
0: Uh, Because she
1: asked nice.
0: Shrewd
2: negotiator. (laughs) Can I have those pickled beets? Just the pickled beets.
1: (laughs) You just want the beets? (laughs) Just just the pickled beets. Oh, teenagers!
2: Yeah, you know when you can cast magic, it's not that quite as you know impressive when you (laughs) wear it.
0: You know, you know those teens nowadays; those pickled beats by Dre are really right.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's Uh, (laughs) oh boy! I am resigning from protest.
2: If you could could deduct inspiration
0: points from a DM, (laughs) dad joke (laughs) game on point today. so, Aylar,
4: um, in exchange
1: for keeping you safe, perhaps, may I have one of those oils of sharpness? And exactly how are you planning on using your ring? Um, on my finger.
4: Would you like the ring in exchange for all three
1: of those potions? That sounds reasonable. All right. Yeah, I'll give you the potions for the ring. Sure.
0: Okay. Wow All sorts of wheeling and dealing happening here
1: Just imagine Brokos on stage with Light Illuminating him from behind And then Suddenly a, a Chord, a tremolo Coming from above as I Drop into the arena <laughs> Gracefully
2: This is something you see from Spinal Tap Exactly. Yeah.
1: Wait
0: <laughs> that's not good. Uh, oh, this is awesome.
2: So we should really find
1: these people. If we're done, like, yeah, that's no. that's clearly going to be next episode. Right, yeah, yeah,
0: I I haven't seen this much wheeling and dealing since I went with my mom. Well, Sculvick was in sale, the square, yeah. Though.
3: Yes. <laughs>
1: okay. So we Skullfig, oh, so nice to see you again. You, you are approach. looking lovely as always.
0: <laughs> she, uh, she's looking at you. They're both, uh, as you go over, as you approach, Skolaveg and Freya are kind of talking to one another. And you can see that Freya is definitely like, just like, calm down. Let me handle this. You definitely are getting that vibe from the way she's gesturing and talking to Skolaveg. And Freya is the one that turns towards you as you approach. And she's like, oh, it's good good to see you again. Any word on Arvik?
1: We have a lead on him, and we are trying
0: to track him down. Good, good. We we need him now more than ever. We have to find find the lad as soon as we can. I don't know if you heard what's going on here, but this this man, this Telford Tongue, I believe he said his name was. He, his ship crashed on some rocks offshore, and Skolovig rescued him and brought him to us. Uh, he had this strange tale to tell, something about the Queen of Ashmore offering a new life to any freed slave in Badrigan. Uh, Apparently a fleet of ships is headed this way, maybe a week, maybe slightly more, slightly less. The man's not quite sure. Apparently the boat he arrived on was of some uh, uh, elvish origin and quite magical. So he, uh, he doesn't really have a good idea of how long it will take, but they should be here. And apparently anyone who's wishes a new life in Ashmore, they're offering lands and, and all sorts of things, new lives. I, I think many of the people here would be foolish to turn that down. And uh, Haydn actually came up with this whole plan to send us over here. So we took my boats, uh, ones that we had made, and piled in as many people as we could and Skirted the coastline and got to Salt Side, and and brought the man here and dressed him up so he would appear to be some kind of messenger of Rel, and uh, he was able to give quite a moving speech. I, again, I don't know if you heard it, but uh, the man has a has a gift for, for uh, for this sort of work, and uh, I believe these people have, you know. Um, bought into it. Um, From all indications, it seems to be legitimate what he's offering. I don't know how else he would arrive on a magical ship. The
1: Baron has specifically sought out Arvik. Do you have any ideas why? What about you, Uh, Skolovig? Why would they seek Arvik?
0: They look at each other and uh, Freya... Uh looks like our Skoloveg's gonna like jump in at that but Freya again um you know gives her a pleading look and then kind of takes you farther away from Skolavig. She's like, "Well, well, some of the other news that this man brought. Apparently many of our brothers and sisters also made it off of the Thunder Isles safely. They've landed all along the coastline and have banded together, and they're now raiding all of the estates outside of Vadragan. They're apparently headed to the city. And, well, I can tell you this, but Arvik is very important to us. We have a, a legend, and I don't know how much you know about pirates but we've never had a king before and arvik is supposed to be our king it's hard for me to say that because of who we are and what we are but
1: so why does skolovig treat him
0: so poorly that is complicated (laughs) well so here's what happened I will tell you what happened next week. (laughs) Yeah, another big story. I was worried when I asked that question. Yeah. I'm doing the math in my head. How long is it going to take for me to tell this tale here? (laughs) Next uh,
2: week, I'm going to have a map of all, it's going to be like a crazy person's, like on the back here, of all these strings tied to each other. Yeah. Conspiracy theories and.
4: I'm on like the third piece of paper and I give Ugh. up. Uh, I, think, I think next game, I'm <laughs> right. going to do something different.
0: Uh, I need like a, a different system or, to keep yeah. track of your yeah. campaigns, Jerry. I, That's what yeah, I know. The next I'm one's like, just going to be the, you know, the king wants you to go kill out this kobold nest, and you're Awesome.
4: Let's kill that.
2: <laughs> so there's a, you know, there is a feat that someone, I hope someone gets in the future. It's, uh, I think, Keen. So basically a keen mind. So they remember everything for the last month.
0: Oh, yeah. So. You use that in real life. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, well, we are uh, at a good stopping point. And before I start rambling on, we'll save that tale for next week. Um, because I have put way too much thought into it, and uh, we will see you guys then. Uh, okay, all right. Will remember all to right. ask the question. Fair enough. All <laughs> okay. then. Take care.
3: Bye. Bye. Bye.